Sun, beaches, and Latin-inspired flavors are what people around the world call their vacation paradise. We call it home. Welcome to the weekly podcast that captures it all, The Scoop on Miami. Let's discover and rediscover Miami together with Ernie Emad, a 54-year resident of the Magic City, and Miami native Lenny Rada on The Scoop on Miami. And now, here's Ernie Emad and Lenny Rada. Welcome to The Scoop on Miami. It's our first live from our actual studios in Coral Gables. It's a working real estate office, so we're excited. Welcome, uh, Eleni. We're finally in front of each other. Um, some of us masks, some of us not. Let's see what you sound like through that. I sound just like I always do. You do. You sound great. I don't great, think anybody as a can fact. tell. You, you cannot tell, actually, <laughs> but your, your voice sounds, uh, without a doubt, a, a lot richer. Um, anyways, uh, how was your week? The week's been good. It's been, it's been uh, a little bit off of all the Zoom calls. Last week, I had one day that had eight Zoom calls, so I've been trying to keep it down and focus on what I need to do beyond that. Now you've got to try to monetize those Zoom calls. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, uh, it's great that we're moving forward, right? The economy's moving forward. I had a little bit of traffic coming in today, so that's, uh, uh, that was good. Um, and I wasn't uh, be itching about it. I was welcoming the traffic because it, it gave me the, uh, the feeling that uh, we're still starting to uh, uh, move towards that. Uh, we have an exciting and jam-packed podcast today. If you're listening to this show on iTunes or as a podcast, you can also watch the podcast on our Facebook page, YouTube, and the scooponmiami.com. By the way, on today's show, we have Andres Guillarte from Insurance Depot to discuss your insurance, specifically car insurance. What should you do if you're experiencing a hardship? You know, if you miss your loan payment for your home, uh, nothing happens right now. And we know that uh, if you have a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loan, uh, there is forbearance uh, uh, programs available. But he's going to discuss what his carriers are doing and what should you do if you're falling your, behind on your car payments. As you know, the insurance companies have to report it to the state and your insurance can actually um, get suspended. And your license, too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's exactly what happens. So you want to definitely take a proactive and not miss. That's on our first segment. Also on today's show is the man that we are so pleased and grateful to have in the house, celebrity chef Brian Hill, the former personal chef to Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, Pete Diddy, among others. And he will share some of his uh, newest ventures, including uh, the new restaurant here in South Miami. And we are so grateful that he chose Miami and South Miami right in our back door. And uh, his inspiration, to too. Oh, my goodness. Talk about energy and passion. We'll also have Miami uh, Rewind um, and the 305's Hidden Treasure. And we're getting some good comments. You want to share a couple of them with us? Oh, we have, we have our five-star reviews that we're really excited about of the people that are following us and listening to our podcast. And we have a really exciting written review that says, uh, it's from Alva Phoenix, which we want to thank very much for this. It says, smooth like butter. Love the hosts. They have such a smooth flow that keeps it easy to hear. Love the segments, too, where they have the music and explain parts of Miami. Haven't heard a podcast with this style before. 
That is, uh, Isn't that exciting? That is very exciting. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in to the first segment, um, which is a very important segment because most of us use a car. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Barbara Haley. Uh, Lainey and myself and Barbara and a few of us uh, last year had a group of uh, agents that uh, we rehearsed uh, uh, role-played um, telephone scripts and listing presentations to keep ourselves sharp and uh, in real estate and collaborating with our own competitors. And that's uh, uh, how we ended up doing this. But she dropped off some books to me and I haven't read them all. Barbara, so, uh, <laughs> but I will be using one every single Friday. Um, it's called Inspiration 365 Days a Year. It's by Zig Ziglar. And May 1st, it's amazing, right, that uh, this year is uh, quickly passing along. Uh, his uh, inspirational quote is, the doors of wisdom are never shut. And that's his uh, uh, inspiration quote for May 1st from Zig Ziglar. He was a, a treasure. He sure was. So our first guest today from the Insurance Depot is Andres Guillarte, one of the largest insurance insurers of auto, home, motorcycle, boat, and yacht policies in the state. And let's welcome to the scoop on Miami, Andres Guillarte. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. Look, we're very pleased that you're on the program that uh, to discuss this because I know the Insurance Depot does a lot more than just car insurance, and thank you for taking the time. By the way, he's going to be live with me on Sunday on the For Sale by Owner Authority podcast, also found on iTunes and YouTube, discussing homeowners insurance and different types of insurance from a seller's perspective as well as from a buyer. So tune in on Sunday. Tell me a little bit about the Insurance Depot, how you guys got started, how long you've been in the business, um, and uh, share your story with our community. Yeah, so um, I, uh, I, uh, I, I started Insurance Depot. Uh, I've been in the insurance industry for since 1996, so I think 24, 25 years. I um, graduated high school and uh, started some college, but I, I never, uh, school's never, I think school's never been a thing for me. Um, so I didn't last long in school. Uh, a friend of mine told me about an opportunity in insurance that uh, you can make a lot of money. Um, so although I was never good at school, I was always hardworking. Uh, so I went and I got my insurance license right away and opened up my insurance agency, really with no uh, experience whatsoever. Um, and basically a little bit learning through the ropes. Um, uh, Really, a lot of ups and downs since then, but but this is where we are now. Uh, we're a multi-line agency. Uh, we write everything that's property and casualty and and financial services. Uh, everything that includes auto, home, life. Uh, we do uh, business and health and supplemental health and uh, life insurance as well. Fantastic. So let's talk about that um, subject of car insurance for those people that actually. Um, find themselves in a hardship. We're going into month number two now without paychecks for many people. And uh, most likely they're paying their insurance on a month-to-month -month basis. What type of advice, what are your carriers doing for those type of people? And uh, let's cover a couple of points uh, regarding that. Sure. So insurance companies are, are being, um, you know, very open with uh, customers. You know, there's uh, one side, which is the insurance side, and the other side is if we're talking about auto, is uh, your obligation to the state to have insurance. 
So in essence, uh, you know, you need to have insurance so that uh, you don't run into a complication with the state and uh, get your license suspended. Uh, when, you, when your insurance is canceled, the insurance company notifies the state of Florida uh, and uh, to your driver's license, they give you, the state of Florida sends you a letter to the address on your driver's license and you have 30 days to respond. And uh, if you don't, then they suspend your license for negligence, not, not having any insurance. Um, so that being said, the insurance companies, uh, what they're doing, uh, they're doing a few things. One is uh, they're allowing, if, you, if you're having hardship in making your payment uh, this month, let's say, they're allowing your payment to be uh, postponed uh, to the next month. Uh, some companies are allowing uh, the monthly payment to be broken down and, and, and uh, added to the next three months. And um, and uh, that's that's one part on alleviating uh, the monthly burden right now for the insurance payment. Um, the other one is that since there's a lot less driving going on uh, now, uh, the insurance companies are are looking to reduce uh, policyholders' premiums. Oh, that's interesting. I haven't yeah. heard about that. Yeah, only for the duration of coronavirus. And then they'll go back to the regular premium prices. Yeah, yeah, correct. They, you know, they they'll um, they'll kind of level that off. You know, it's not like from uh, you know one month to another. Uh, so insurance companies run uh, uh, kind of behind. So since right now is a time where they're experiencing less claims, since there's less driving and whatnot, you'll see those reductions coming next month and possibly the month after. And as driving goes back up then a month or two after that, then you'll see the premiums probably start to rise, depending on. Uh, you know how much driving is going on. I mean, are there any claims and and that kind of thing? But the insurance companies are are being very proactive and they're being very helpful, uh, all from the top carriers to to the to the smaller carriers as well. So let me ask you: Does the insured have to be proactive by contacting their insurance to receive those discounts, um, or it will automatically take place? That's a good question. So. So in regards to having the monthly payment um, alleviation, let's, let's say, uh, no, you have to be proactive. You have to call your insurance company and, and tell them that you're having that hardship. And, uh, you know, uh, a good agent or agency right away will, will help you and, and contact the insurance company and, and go ahead and make that happen for you. And then as far as the insurance companies reducing the premiums for the for the uh, what's going on with the less driving, that's something that's happen, uh, happening automatically. You don't have to call your insurance company. Um, you'll you'll get a credit actually to your if you're on auto pay you'll get a credit to your to your checking your credit card or not you'll receive a check in the mail. I guess it's like everything, um, staying quiet is not a good option. You come forward to your insurance, you explain the yeah. hardship. They're not really asking for proof that you're receiving unemployment. They're just taking people's word for it and giving that extension. If you can make some kind of a payment, you can make some kind of an arrangement. Um, but staying silent will um, only buys you 30 days, right? Because if the insurance company doesn't hear from you, then they cancel your insurance, they send it to the state, and then you have another 30 days to make your insurance good again. But does insurance work like the health? So if you miss an insurance payment, you get canceled. Is it difficult to then go get another policy with another carrier? Uh, we're talking about autos? Yes, sir. Yeah. So if your policy gets canceled with the, you know, if your for auto non-payment, policy, for non-payment, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not difficult at all. You know, there's a, auto insurance is very competitive, especially in our state and specifically in our county. So, <laughs> I mean, they're a dime a dozen. Um, and uh, so it's not difficult at all. Um, but yeah, 
uh, there's no there's no uh, there's no difficulty in finding insurance. Um, so tell me, Andres, if somebody has an insurance policy that's coming due, or they want to compare their prices with what you have to offer, what's the best way that they can reach your office? Yeah, so they can call our office. Um, our number is three zero five four four three five seven five eight. Uh, we're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Uh, we also have a website, which is uh, www.insurancedepotusa.com. Uh, you, you can chat through, uh, with us through our website, and you can also reach us by text. Uh, it's a convenient way. We've, you know, through, uh, through the last couple of years, uh, we've seen a really big increase in, in, in uh, dealing and communicating with customers via text message. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can text our same number of our office, and then uh, you can email us at uh, our you know, same number, 305-443-5758 at insurancedepotusa.com. And I mention all of those because, um, because yeah, no- nowadays we, we do business, uh, we do a lot of business electronically, whether by text, email, and, and then, of course, phone. And I'm glad that uh, uh, Insurance Depot is prepared uh, with today's technology. And, and folks, it's, it's our uh, mission is for people to use local companies as opposed to going online to uh, saving a couple of dollars here and a couple there. What are the insurance lines that you carry? Yeah, so we do, when you say property and casualty, so we do, you know, we do auto, we do home, we do life, boat, motorcycle, uh, and any uh, ATVs. uh, uh, We also do life insurance. We do uh, whole life, universal, term life. Um... But, and then we do commercial, we do commercial property. Uh, so if you have a business uh, as well, we do a business owner policies, we do malpractice insurance. Uh, we cover a wide spectrum of, of insurance. We specialize a lot in, um, in commercial and business owner policies, uh, in commercial auto as well, uh, and homeowners, whether, uh, you know, all, the, the whole spectrum of homeowners. So from, from uh, medium, uh, small to medium homes to high value homes as well. Um, we are, uh, I failed to mention earlier, you know, our agency uh, uh, has been one of the highest producing property and casualty agencies in the state uh, uh, for about 10 years now. Um, and uh, yeah, we take pride, you know, we're, we're kind of an old school kind of company. We believe in customers first, you know, uh, we love to speak and see our customers. Although a lot of customers nowadays uh, like to deal electronically, but we're always there. Uh, we believe in uh, 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 values-based leadership. So, um, you know, c- customers are our are priority and are always the number one thing. That's fantastic. Andres, um, again, give your office phone number one more time. Yeah, uh, 305-443-5758. 305-443-5758. Give Andres a call at Insurance Depot for your, all of your insurance needs. Thank you so much for Thank being you. on the Scoop on Miami Thanks. today. Valuable information. Don't forget, even if you're not insured with him, give him a call. He can answer any of your questions and help you out. When we return to the Scoop on Miami, we're going to have Chef Brian Hill from Brian's Comfort Kitchen in South Miami. And you're going to find out exactly who he is, a bundle of energy. And that's coming <laughs> up in just a moment. <laughs> Insurance Depot, Florida's largest insurance agency for auto, homeowners, renters, business, health, life, motorcycle, and boat marine insurance. Our business hours are Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. 
You can also visit us on our website 24-7 at www.insurancedepotusa.com to chat with one of our licensed agents right away. Or text us at 305-443-5758 and one of our licensed agents will respond promptly. For more information, download our free app from the App Store or Google Play where you can view insurance policies, request a quote, make payments or file a claim on your tablet or mobile device. Insurance Depot. Better rates. Better selection. Better service. He's known as the culinary Kanye with some LeBron in the kitchen. He's been the private chef for Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, Eddie Murphy. And now, he's your private chef. Top chef, master chef, Brian Hill brings his culinary talents to South Miami. Brian's Comfort Kitchen, the genius behind hundreds of original delicious recipes, like Brian's world-famous fried chicken sliders, the Texas-style French toast sticks with golden fried chicken strips, or their addictive fried tortilla chips, a.k.a. Located under the Umbrella Food Hall in South Miami's Sunset Place, 5701 Sunset Drive. Open for takeout and delivery. Call 305-397-8499. 305-397-8499. Don't forget to try the amazing Super Dope Fried Chicken and the amazing Chicken and Waffles. Brian's Comfort Chicken in South Miami. We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enag and Lady Rada. You can feel the energy in the room. Mm. <laughs> it's exciting. As I said, he is known as a culinary Kanye and some LeBron in the kitchen. How are you doing today? And I'm beautiful. I'm so happy. Um, this is actually so much fun, especially since I just arrived here. It'll be one year on May 6th. Oh. Can you believe that? Wow. And I'm already getting jiggy with it with you guys. <laughs> Thank you Can so I still much. Say jiggy with it. Yes, and thank you. You're welcome. It's you know, it's pleasure. funny how we met. Um, for many people that know me, I do a lot of cold calling. I love to call for business. And I ran into your story in the local um, uh, newspaper or like television. Herald, I, think, right? yeah, I think it was. And uh, tell us a little bit about that quick little story okay. of what happened. This, listen, the bottom line is, okay, you can kind of guess I'm in the people-pleasing business, okay? I'm in the yes business. So with everything going on and... Folks not able to actually, like, come into your restaurant anymore. People have special days still. Those special days didn't stop. Your birthdays, your anniversaries, you know, you graduating from somewhere, it didn't stop. But yet it stopped. So folks would come up to the door for takeout. And they're like, Chef Brian, I heard about your boneless chicken and waffles. Boneless chicken, okay, and waffles. So... I'm like, okay, thank you so much. But chef, today's my birthday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't give them a pound. I can't hug them, nothing. But they're showing me so much love. So I told Steve, Steve Simon over at Umbrella, he owns Umbrella, And we're just sitting down. This is last Sunday, by the way, last Sunday. And I said, Steve, like, I see people on like TikTok and, and, 
and on Instagram saying, next week I'm just gonna go to my favorite restaurant, even though they're just doing takeout, we're gonna just ask and demand for a table. So everyone started saying this, and they're still saying it. So I said, Steve, let's just do something fun. He said, hold on. <laughs> and he started doing some kind of post, and he said, chef, let's actually do a table for them. They, and see, here's the good part, though, okay? You're going to love this, though, Ernie. The great part is when they come up and get the takeout, right, they sometimes stand right by the curb just 10 feet away from us and eat all of their food mm -hmm. and then say, hey, can you throw this away from me? They leave it on the table. I get my gloves. Boom. Dispose of it. It's the same premise, but we made it special. So we put stanchions around. We actually measured. Steve measured six feet eight feet, so we wouldn't be close to them. Mm -hmm. We put stanchions around them, a table, we disinfected the table, and put a nice new tablecloth on for them. And literally, he did the post on Instagram, they went crazy. <laughs> 2,500 people later, my goodness, said, it's my special day too. And a nice couple, I mean, oh my God, golden couple. I'm sorry, everything's golden for me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just, just write that down, okay? It's nice to be, feel golden. Yes, it's nice to feel golden. And, they're living, and they were living their lives like it was golden. And we made it so special for them. And the day after, when the very nice police officer that already knows Steve Simon, and he knows me as well, came around, because they were going to send a patrol car around, because people complain. But they complained as if we were harming someone. Listen. I get it. Believe me, I get it. Listen to me. I came from nothing. I now have something. Even though I lost everything, and we'll get into that later, I just wanted people to feel special. Do you understand that no one knew I was there? I opened March 12th. No one knew I was there. People heard about me. And they were like, Chef Brian, we heard about your super dope tenders and your, you know, your Texas-style French toast sticks. And I'm like, okay, you want some? You know what I mean? Like, I was so happy. But they were like, but today is special to me. You know, I, this is the day I met my wife, and blah, 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 boom, I got married. That's why we, we gathered this in. So my feelings are deep on this, okay? They're so deep, it's enough to swim in, okay? <laughs> that's how deep it is right now. That's, so that's the short version, but I guess not so short anyway. <laughs> so I picked up the phone, and I called him. I wanted to have him on the podcast, and he agreed, and we are so grateful and, and honored to have you here today. I called yesterday, and... Yes, you did. You know, one of the most in incredible things about you that hit me right off the bat is how approachable and accessible you are. Thank you. That, to me, um, was a humbling experience that you're the guy that answered the phones, you're the guy that cooks, because as a small business owner, I empty the garbage, I clean the floors, I clean the, ta the, the, the desks. I right? can feel that and, about you. And I don't have any issues doing We do whatever it takes to do it. And that was something that was so impressive. So I ordered just about everything on the menu you sure yesterday. Did. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought a couple of people, gave the front desk, and I ate some. Oh, wow. And let me tell you, those French breadsticks. The, the French, so Texas-style oh. French toast sticks. I've been doing those for 15 years. But that's my first time doing them in a restaurant. The crunch and the coating on that. It's crazy, right? <laughs> it's you crazy. You don't even need the syrup. You know what's so crazy? A lot of people say that. And kids... Kids love them. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So tell us about your story. 
Um, oh my God. Because you're, you, you, you come across like one of us, and I get that gut feeling that you really are a really sincere, honest human being. I am. To, a, to have that kind of, um, uh, of uh, career, uh, tell us a little bit about it. Um, great segue there, Ernie. Um, I literally grew up poor. As a matter of fact, we weren't poor. We were poor. <laughs> we had to save up to be poor. I thought about that. How therapy. much did you have to save just to add the other O and R? So, so we had to, <laughs> see, I can laugh about this now. So like I used to eat Tootsie Rolls for dinner. Okay. This is a real story. I mean, it's sappy, but I can laugh about it now and smile about it now because also therapy helped. And also speaking to good people and letting that story out. Mm-hmm. So again, my feelings are very deep on this. And like I said, when you come from nothing, right, which I came from, but at least you know you have somewhere that you can go and there's, there's a light. The light came from the fact that even though we grew up poor, my father left us when I was nine. There's five of us. It's like an African village. I'm second to the youngest, okay? Um, we, we struggled not only financially, but we struggled emotionally too because your mother, not everyone can handle tragedy. Now, no one died, okay, but I'm gonna be very, very sincere, but a little too, maybe a little too direct for some people, but my father died to me when he left. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can handle tragedy the same. So my mother just collapsed. Not everyone can handle tragedy. So literally, we were left to our own devices. So we're welfare recipients. Um, you know, of course, there was Medicaid and all that, but it, it didn't help you. You Medicaid. actually had to cook for the family at 13. I started, exactly, because my, my mother and my sister, they burn hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> it's a true story. No, seriously. There were two degrees of cooking in my house, Ernie. Off and high. Well, Chef Ann <laughs> says brown food is good. That's where the flavor is. It just can't go too far, huh? <laughs> You're right. Brown food is good, yeah. right, because the flavor's there. That's correct. But stop it there. <laughs> so um, I knew there was something else because my teachers kept telling me, You're special. See, generally what happens is the tougher stuff, when people say you aren't going to be anything, that's easier to hear because then you can just give up. But when they say you're special, you're like, damn, now I got to start working. (laughs) You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? It makes so much sense because in real estate, you know, all of my agents and agents around, they all want accountability until they get it. (laughs) Aha. I love that. Ooh. You just went to the bottom of the ocean on that one, Ernie. (laughs) That's what happens. Um, I knew that I had something. So I was like, you know what? Let me just see what happens. And there was a show back then called Dallas. (laughs) <laughs> right? <laughs> so I you remember. Li- you remember, right? So Lainey remembers. So <laughs> I thought that everyone was poor. That was my perception because we were poor. Oh, yeah. So that I, exactly. Your perspective was very different. So I start watching and seeing these Mercedes Benzes and all that, right? And I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> if everyone's poor, why do they have this? Mm-hmm. Even though it's a television show. So I'm thinking, everyone can't be poor because manufacturers wouldn't make this stuff. So I'm like, well, let me see where the work takes me. Mm. And then teachers start saying, hey, if you just keep working, Brian, something might happen for you. If you just keep working, Brian, 
that was the, the motto, if you will. So I said, you know what? I'm going to see where this cooking thing can take me because I knew I loved it. And when I would see the Galloping Gourmet, Graham Care, Jacques Pepin <laughs> cook, it was magic to me. And it made my heart beat fast out of my chest. Wow. And I was so hungry for it. I was, the hunger was there. And I knew that this was something I wanted to do. That's, that's, in, that's incredible. It's nice to have that calling. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking a little bit off the air before we got started, and uh, I always like to ask, um, what, when somebody gets to a specific level, what was it in their life that made that difference that took you from regular to boom, <laughs> right? And we That's talked the, about your overnight success of yeah. 13 know, right, right. years of hard work and so forth. No one can say that, but you are. <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your catalyst? Um, so... You're right, many years of just showing up early and leaving late, right? Phil Robinson, P. Diddy's manager, Puff's manager, Diddy's manager, said, when I got to LA, he's like, yo, dog. Actually, this is, this is how he said, he's like, yo, dog, your food is fire, fire. He said, I like the way you work. He said, I got a, um, a guy that you're gonna like. Now, I didn't know that he was P. Diddy's business manager, by the way, Phil Robinson. And he says, okay, I want you to come to New York and do events for Puff. So I come there, right? And I see that like, oh, they really need me because they had other people, mm. right? They had other, other chefs, but they couldn't deliver, okay? They couldn't deliver. Mm. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna show up early and leave late like I used to do, like I've been doing. So I killed it. And Phil was so happy because he brought me in. He's like, wait a minute, like, this is the guy. Starting to okay. take credit. Say it again. Yeah. Starting to take credit. Yeah. Starting to take credit. Big and credit, too. He got noticed. So literally, I'm doing uh, uh, for some of the new artists, for 112. I'm doing the food. So when these guys come to Bad Boy Records in Times Square, they can eat. You know what I mean? So for his law, his legal um, uh, uh, meetings and all of that, I start doing. And... Phil Robinson knew I was hungry. He knew I was hungry, but he also knew that I wasn't thirsty. And like I said before, when you're hungry, you're like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm hungry, but someone offers you pork, and you're like, you know what? I don't really eat pork, though. But when you're thirsty, you'll drink anything. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do what's needed, because I know how this entertainment business can be, but when they see that you're thirsty then it's not the same playing field, is it? What brought the thirst? What brings the thirst? Mm -hmm. For you, you were hungry? Well, here's the thing. Of course, as I said, the, the thirst, though, is bad because what happens is when you're thirsty, though, you'll do anything but the wrong things. Because yes, you know why? You're not you just selective. want money. Right. And when you just want money, when money is your only, what, like? Carrot. Thank you, Lainey. You got to pick a food. I love you. <laughs> great, great landing, sister. <laughs> when you are so thirsty and it's just money that you want, you don't have the same love and passion, and people won't feel it or taste it. Mm -hmm. And 
there were things that I was asked to do. Because they weren't just asking just to ask. You know what I mean? They were asking to see how far they could take it. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. this, this is human nature. Yes. They're like, no, dog, I don't do that. I'm not doing that. And I'm working like 18 hours a day, okay, on average. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to kill it and let it marinate and let them see who I am. And when you just want to do something, especially in the culinary industry or even hospitality industry, just for money, it's over. It's rap city. Your career is over because you don't, you no longer have the passion and you never will. Got it. Incredible. Does that make any sense? It makes tremendous yes, sense. Great. So now when we come back, okay. we are going to take you into where you're at today. Uh oh. Because I know you came to Miami years ago and then you left. Yes, I did. And now you came back. So I, gonna... I love your research, dog. <laughs> you're the research king. <laughs> I've got a little guy named Ernie that does all the research for <laughs> me bananas. at night. And then I consult with him in the mornings. <laughs> He's known as the culinary Kanye with some LeBron in the kitchen. He's been the private chef for Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, Eddie Murphy, and now he's your private chef. Top chef, master chef, Brian Hill brings his culinary talents to South Miami. Brian's Comfort Kitchen, the genius behind hundreds of original delicious recipes like Brian's world-famous fried chicken sliders, the Texas-style French toast sticks with golden fried chicken strips, or their addictive fried tortilla chips, a.k.a. Cheers. Located under the Umbrella Food Hall in South Miami's Sunset Place, 5701 Sunset Drive. Open for takeout and delivery. Call 305-397-8499. 305-397-8499. Don't forget to try the amazing Super Dope Fried Chicken and the amazing Chicken and Waffles. Brian's Comfort Chicken in South Miami. I'm Lainey Rada, a leading edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. I have over 35 years of experience in market cycles to bring to every transaction, and I'm still alive. When you want to see how I sell 85% of my listings and the average agent sells 40%, we need to talk. I break records, the fastest sale, the most offers, the highest price per square foot. Which one do we want to accomplish? My company includes superior quality marketing to enhance your property and the worldwide exposure, which matters in Miami. If you want to buy, I'm a Miami native. I know the area extremely well. Put my negotiating skills to work. I'm the only Laney Rada in the world, so it's easy to find me. But I'll help you. My phone number is 305-710-8558. That's 305-710-8558. Let's set up a time to talk. We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enag and Lady Rada. Welcome back. This is uh, not only a podcast, but also available on YouTube, on our Facebook page, and <laughs> thescooponmiami.com. So you get to whatever flavor you like. Listen, watch, or do them both. 
But whatever you do, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like, that you share, and you tell everybody about the scoop on Miami. We are again back here with uh, Chef Brian Hill, and we were talking about some of his beginnings, um, uh, what gave him his breaks, and now that he's here in Miami and in South Miami, we want to help him launch this incredible place. Uh, I, I think that's probably why I never was too much of a chicken and waffle guy because I like boneless stuff, right? Yes. And yesterday, the combination of the savory, the sweetness, the the crunch, the the juiciness, because it's definitely, you know how to fry food. It locks the flavors in. It stays juicy. Yes. But without that crunch, it was just fantastic. Yes. Um, okay. So... I was mesmerized, okay? <laughs> I was mesmerized. You sold him. I'm He's like, um, hello, I'm asleep. You know, it was tough driving from your place here <laughs> no, with listen, the smell in my everyone car. Everyone says the same. it's a high-class problem. <laughs> and I put it in the back seat it's so that best. I wouldn't even touch the right. chips until I got it here. It's tempting. It's tempting. Um, so what I am doing right now is I guess you can say that it's Steve Simon's he saved my life because I lost everything. And I mean everything, but it was my own money. So literally, the restaurant that I had in Washington, D.C., I saved my own money from working for these celebs and doing Top Chef and Bar Rescue and all that, okay? So I, instead of me buying a Bentley, I invested in myself. So the people that owned the building, they had management. So I leased from those people. Well, they didn't like the fact that I was the only black-owned restaurant downtown. Turns out, I didn't know this, but downtown proper, where I was, seven blocks from the White House, it had never been a fully-owned, black-owned restaurant in the history of Washington, D.C. Wow. Yeah. That's sad, okay? <clears throat> Moving on, they didn't want me there. So that drove me out. It's amazing in this day and age. In this day and age, okay? Mm -hmm. So... I literally lost everything because of legal fees. And when you don't have investors, no investors, just me. Mm -hmm. So I had $37,000, $38,000 in legal fees because of nothing. They said I didn't have a beer and wine permit. I'm like, it's on the wall. So then it's, it's like when someone accuses you of something, yeah. and then you have to go and defend yourself in court. Yep. And it's very costly, and the bigger landlords have the money, and they can continue to fight until it becomes not worth that. it. Yeah. And, I, and when I tell you I lost everything, I lost everything. I came to Miami, back to Miami, with $5,050. That's it. That doesn't include now that I have to find a place to live. Right. So I started cleaning homes. Literally, until I met Steve Simon two weeks before I reopened on March 12th during the pandemic. Two weeks. Yes. It shows that you really know what to do to be able to put together a restaurant in two weeks. Yes. It's that, almost like... Hall. Thank you, you for that. That's a very nice compliment. Uh, those restaurant uh, shows that redo restaurants and they can get it done in a couple of weeks, right? This, this, is, in, this is incredible to well, put together. Well, I saved bars on Bar Rescue. I mm -hmm. saved bars. Mm -hmm. But also, I have a system, right? What was his name from Bar Rescue? Uh, what's the dude's name? Oh my god! I can't remember his name, but I watched I can't it. I, I wouldn't and, blank anyway. But that's but okay. Anyway. No, but not a problem. Um, but 
just like any restaurant chain, they have a system. You have to trust your own process. So I trust my own process because I'm not even good at this. I am great at it. I cook and run my mouth. That's all I do. Okay. <laughs> Don't do anything else. I'm not a rapper. I'm not an actor. This is what I do. Okay. So I said, Steve, I'm ready. I didn't have enough money actually to give all of it to him to start. He said, chef, with this menu, don't worry, we'll make it. That's It'll great. all figure itself out. I'm in this restaurant with just a quarter of the money that I really needed to open. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. So this guy understood what I had. He believed in you. Well, you always have an angel all, uh, always um, around you. Um, to reward the hard work and dedication um, and to believe in yourself because many people would just, um, and I think failures is what gives us successes. We learn um, not to repeat those. Um, so th that's, a, th that's a very inspirational story that, uh, that you just shared with us. Um, and that can you imagine, I could only imagine what it would have been had you done what many chefs may have done, which is start to bring in a bunch of investors, right? Yeah. And then you're losing everybody else's money. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, listen, my credit is shot because it <laughs> took me 11 months to pay off the 27 grand that I did owe. Mm -hmm. But you know what, though? I don't owe anybody a damn thing. That's a good feeling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's liberating. I have nothing, but I, I don't owe anyone a damn mm -hmm. thing. That is liberating. Are you with me? And we yes. know how much it costs to do a build-out of right, a restaurant exactly. in D.C., you can go through a quarter million dollars just easily, quickly. Yep. So it's there, real. there's no question. And, and this right here is such a start because, and it's a great reboot. Yes. Because. You already know. Folks. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. Folks are hungry for it. And I know I have myself, again, a high-class problem on my hands when this is all over. I know it. But I don't mind. I'm it's ready a good for thing. It. Well, this is. Would you say it's a good thing? It's a good thing, baby. It's it a good is. thing. It's preparing. It, this pre that prepared you way before you needed it because now you're going to need it. Is that something and, though? Yes, and you're going to be able to be the voice for a lot of people in your industry. I want people to hear the real. You know, like folks just sugarcoat things. I'm like, no. No. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. Yeah. Like that's this great. is real talk. And yeah, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Steve's, um, your contact with Steve came while you were still in D.C.? No, why, no. why did you come to Miami? Okay. So literally, I dated a woman that showed me South Miami and showed me Sunset Drive. I just was researching um, food halls. Is she a realtor? Say it again. Is she a realtor? No, actually, okay. no. She's <laughs> a PhD, she though. South Miami. She has a PhD, oh, though. Wonderful. <laughs> Very nice woman, though. Um, so literally, I was just researching food halls because I was like, well, maybe I can get into one of those. Mm -hmm. I went to a few, but to no avail. And I literally walked in. I said, and I mean this, two weeks before I opened at Umbrella. So I met Steve Simon two weeks before I started March 12th. Hmm. Great. I walked in. He wasn't there. 9 a.m. They were setting up for the day. And I talked about. To, to the uh, hostess, I said, I think this is the place for me. Can you give me his information, the owner? She did. I emailed him even before I left the street in my car. He dialed me back about six hours later. I met him two days later. Two days, two days after that, I did the, the, just a little tasting for him, chicken and waffles, mm -hmm. and the chicken sliders, okay? He said, let's do it. 
I told him, I was like, listen, I don't have everything that, that you require. He said, no, yes, you do. That's great. You don't have the cheddar, okay? Okay. <laughs> That's right. But there's, you have, the food you know what I'm saying? You, 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 like that? That. you like that? But you have the chicken and waffles. <laughs> That's it. And literally, March 12th, I started during the pandemic. And he closed, That's by great. the way. He closed your umbrella, even his killer melts, because he has killer melts. So he owns your umbrella and killer melts. He has another one in Kindle, by the way. So um, a standalone uh, killer melts. Okay. So he closed all of that. I was there alone doing takeout alone, hmm. just me at the freaking food hall until just last week when he said, Chef, you're doing business. I'm like, yep. And he I, said, I think we're going to come back. I love this story because there's so many people that are closed down that are in a dark place. Yeah, unfortunately, which yeah. is a real place. But you started at the time when a lot of people gave up. Yep. And it's so inspiring. Thank you very much. I think hard I think work is noticed. Thank you. And is rewarded. It, it, is. it may not be rewarded when we want it to be rewarded. Right. And I realize that, by the way. I but, realize but that. But we get rewarded at the right time. Yeah. Somehow. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you this. The smiles going back to the um, socially distant <laughs> uh, <laughs> dinner that we did right. for those that wonderful couple. Mm -hmm. That was my reward that night. Yeah, that's great. When I saw that's their real. faces light up mm -hmm. and they were in love sitting across from each other, they were in love all over again. <laughs> and, and, and for us, if people ask us why we did it, we did it for the glory of love. That's beautiful. That's why. For, for the glory of love and what we love. Tell me about the story of the people that you hire. Say it again. Tell me the story of the people that you hire. Oh, God. Because um, that was very touching to me. Well, in D.C., you're, you're referring to the, the things in D.C., correct? D.C., but you're doing it here as well. Yeah, yeah. So, listen, it's tough being black. And folks ask me, like, hey, chef, you know, so, you know, like a non-black person will say, well, you know, how's racism? I'm like, well, actually, racism hits me in the face every day. They're like, no, chef, stop it. Come on, you're Chef Brian. No, I'm still black. So mild, maybe intense, maybe indifferent, but seven days a week, racism hits me. I'm only safe at home. If you want the real story, you're asking. You weren't asking just to ask. You know what I'm saying, Ernie? Mm -hmm. Like you're mm -hmm. asking for a reason. Correct. So every day. It's not once a week. It's every day. It might happen when I leave you guys. So instead of getting angry, what you have to remember, though, is where it came from, Okay. You have to remember the 400 years, okay? So when people are like, oh, you need to stop that. You have a chip on your shoulder. No, the chip is 400 years. And I can't forget it ever, okay? But what you do is you have to do what I'm doing now. You have to keep moving. Not so much blame. I can't blame folks, like, just because they're white. It's not, you know what I'm saying? You just can't blame people. And you don't want somebody with a, a comment to take away your happiness. Exactly. Having said that, you have to know that this is going to happen every day. You have to wake up saying, this is gonna, something's going to happen to me every day. But then you have to bring that fire into the world when you wake up. you got to bring the fire. So if you ever see like a black person in the car, you know, like at 8 a.m. With, with loud music, that's their hype man mm -hmm. because they know what's about to happen to them. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. That's just because we love music. It's our hype man. It's our Flavor Flav. It's our Ed McMahon. Mm -hmm. So those kids, those Ed is still here. <laughs> yeah. Ed is still, so so those kids, 
I have to help them because a lot of folks won't help these young black right. kids. So, yes, I hire, I hire everyone. Okay, let me preface this part of the mm -hmm. conversation. With, Absolutely. I hire everyone, but I'm going to make certain that I hire brown kids, mm -hmm. especially when no one else will. Two of them stole from me. They were on probation. And by the way, I'm not yelling at you. I just get a little excited, okay? <laughs> just so you know. I'm Cuban. I have the same passion. Okay. So, so instead of calling the police on them, I said, you know what? This is a learning situation here. I'm going to just take the money out of their next check, but not call the police on them. I'm going to sit down with them and see if they want to reinvest themselves into Chef Brian's Comfort Kitchen. And they did. One of them in that video, the Huffington Post video, she was with me after she did it. She still was with me. And she would show up early and leave late. She would give me a hug when she came in. And when she left for the night, she'd give me another hug. That's nice. I know I changed her life. I know That's it. Great. That's a great experience. Yeah, great um, story. Knowing that how many people look up to you mm -hmm. and um, know that you're also human. Um, and, and, and caring yeah, enough to do that, that right? you're genuine. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's not all talk. Change somebody's life is, is, is really huge. Yeah, and, um, I, and I, that's, I think that's where the, it, it, for me, is the corner of maximum and flavor. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's priceless. You can't <laughs> buy that anywhere. Yeah, that's I'm going to say yes to that. To look in that person's eyes is really important and gave her that chance. And that's what I want because I believe that is 95% of Chef Brian. Mm -hmm. Great. I'll never stop giving. Mm -hmm. People will take. They'll do things yes. wrong still. Yes. 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 But I'll never stop giving. You cannot stop me. <laughs> you I can't. Um, you can't receive it unless you give it anyways. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, and not that you're doing it to get something back. It's, it's a very fulfilling <laughs> thing. No, but it's... it's it's in my blood and, you know, my own siblings, because you're in the ghetto and, and everybody's fighting and scratching, mm -hmm. you know, they, they're scratching to survive. To get their part. So what happens is you get into a mentality and this is not all black folks. Okay. There's no all of anything. Mm -hmm. Correct. But a lot of brown and black folks that grew up in the hood, it puts you into this mentality of take, 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 take because you feel like someone has done something so wrong to you. Now you have been wronged, okay? In certain situations, you have been wronged, but everyone hasn't wronged you. Correct. So now as an adult, it's your responsibility. As a kid, it, the onus is on the mom and dad, or just mom or dad, you know, whoever's there. Well, I tell it's my daughters. Grandma. Grandma's there. I tell Grandma. My that's right. Grandma's always there in the hood, baby, just so you know. <laughs> yes, the only I thing know. we can't choose in life are our parents. No, you cannot. Everything else we can choose, and yep. we have a, a role. So um, we just have to be blessed and, um, that we're here, no question. Um, and I'm glad you're putting it to really good uh, uh, use. So what are the favorite dishes oh. of your oh. restaurant? <laughs> um, and what are your hours currently? Um, and what is Steve going to do? I believe that over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be beginning to open restaurants, correct? And, and yeah, uh, I think uh, so. we want to support you um, in, in that endeavor. Um, 
But what are you planning for now? What are your hours? How can people this is reach you? Simple, Ernie. Um, um, number one, we, for me, I open at 1030. Now, your umbrella opens at 11, but I'm always there early because my Uber Eats starts at 1030. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you can skip. If you're close, you can just come and pick it up. That way, they'll take that 30% away from me, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how Uber Eats is. So, you can actually come to pick it up yourself if you're in walking or driving dis distance. And literally, I'll just, you know, hit when you can get there, and it'll be time perfectly. Perfect. Or you can call, of course, 305. 305, thank you. 397-8499. Um, what am I talking about? 350. What is that? I don't even know what that is. I don't either. I don't know. You better find out now. I don't even know what that is. It right. came to you. Right. 305-397-8499. And, of course, boom, you can come over and, and pick it up as well. Um, what I want to do uh, now is I want to make certain people know this is only for the pandemic, the hours from 1030 to 9. Now, on the weekends, we try and do about, you know, maybe 1030, 11. Well, Friday and Saturday, but 9 p.m. basically is our cutoff on the other days, so that's when we close. But that's only now. Right. Once we get back rocking and rolling, then we'll you know we'll do that the regular hours. But right now, 9 p.m. on the weekdays, um, Friday and Saturday until 11 p.m. Well, we wish you enormous success. Um, oh, 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 oh I want to say this. Yes. The Texas style French toast. Oh sticks. yes. You're right. They have to <laughs> try those because no one has ever ever had anything like like it. Am I correct, though? I, you are so correct. It, the uh, Texas-style French toast yeah. sticks and boneless chicken and waffles. <laughs> it was a combination of a sticky bun, uh, the crunch. It. it was just <laughs> so much. It was just... That's a real consumer right there, baby. Explosion <laughs> in my mouth. That's really what it it's was. It's a circus. It, it, was, it was just... It's a circus. And then you hit that chicken with it, and it just... Uh, it's really what, uh, what I enjoy, and your sauce is spectacular. The um, paprika and tarragon yes. mayo, all made from scratch, and my original barbecue sauce. That spectacular. We thank you so much thank for being on the scoop today. It's my pleasure. Are you kidding today. me? It's, uh, um, uh, I will definitely be eating a lot more fried food than I expect. I don't think you expect I it, love, right? <laughs> I love the flavor. I just love the crunch. I love the moist. I love, uh, I love you and, and, and what you're doing. Well, and, I appreciate and, you times and, 10, Ernie. We're tell you, grateful like, that you're here with you us. You set it off, Jada Pinkett, dog. You hear me? <laughs> you got it. That's a long story. So okay. thank you so much. <laughs> don't forget to share this episode with, there he is. Chef Brian Hill, and uh, visit him in South Miami. Again, that's at Umbrella's Food Hall mm -hmm. at 5701 Sunset Drive. Absolutely. That's the old Marino's place. I didn't it's know a that. wonderful setup. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are great people across the street from us, too. Great restaurants across the street. A piece of place and a, a bakery. Beautiful. So, dope. so uh, go in and talk to him. Say hello. Um, you'll be talking to royalty. Thank you so Thank much you for being Thank you so much. Blessed. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely, you. man. Perfect. Yeah. From this moment on, consumers will expect it and sellers will demand it. Cinematic video walkthroughs for all of your listings. Professional photography, cinematic video walkthroughs, on-camera video tours, and professional voiceover narration. I'm Ernie Emad, head of BlueHourStudios.com. Blue Hour Studios is a progressive visual and audio powerhouse producing high-end video and audio productions. Become an expert in your field with a professionally produced podcast from our studio in Coral Gables. Call Blue Hour Studios today to elevate your image and voice. BlueHourStudios.com
With hundreds of brokerages, thousands of agents, how do you cut through all the noise? One Premier International Realty, a boutique real estate brokerage located in Coral Gables, doing business the old-fashioned way, putting people first, buying, selling, or leasing residential and commercial properties in Miami-Dade, Broward, and Monroe counties. One Premier International provides each customer a high level of service and communication experience with full-time agents from around the world bringing their unique sense of business skills and a foreign customer base. One Premier International Realty. You've heard of private banking. Now experience private brokerage, a higher level of service and knowledge. One Premier International Realty. 305-669-0233 or go online to www.onepremierinternational.com Welcome back to The Scoop on Miami. Still to come is Miami Rewind and its 305's Hidden Treasures. And now, here's Ernie Emad and Lainey Rada. Welcome. Welcome back. This is great. What an incredible interview we just had with Chef Brian. What a, what a, what energy, what stories. It was just. Yeah, it's very deep and it's really great timing to tell people something that inspiring. Yeah, I think and, so. And that business because it's tough right now. It is tough. So we're and always wanting to support everybody out there. Uh, absolutely. No question about that. Uh, every time I hear that music, Ernie, I, I you know, you can't now people can see us dancing so we have to be careful. you know I, <laughs> and uh, uh, snorting a little bit too with my laughing so no question it's uh, it does especially that particular one it, it's almost like a shot of Cuban coffee um, you know we normally start with Miami Rewind but we had such a jam-packed and and I know that Chef Brian is a, uh, a such a dynamic and colorful person that I didn't want to shorten the actual uh, time with our segments, but we've also been getting some great uh, comments about those segments, so we're definitely going to keep them going. What is today's hidden treasure? You'll hear about it. I get real excited about this place. I, I really wonder how many people know it's there because it took me, I don't know, probably most of my life until I discovered this. I was on a walking tour with Dr. Paul George, which I will give credit to my um, historic interest in Miami forever. And uh, then I ended up getting to visit it a couple other times. So did you know about it? I did not know about it. Really? So I'm, I was excited to listen to it yesterday when I was putting it all together. So let's share Lainey's hidden treasures. And now it's time for the 305. The 305 Hidden Treasures. Hidden Treasures with Lainey Rada. Today, I am sharing a fascinating place steeped in history. In our weekly podcast, you will hear numerous references I mentioned that would require more detailed information. Some of the places we share could have small books written about them. I always like to lead listeners to the site and leave something to pique your curiosity. Today, our hidden treasure is the Scottish Rite Masonic Temple located at 471 Northwest 3rd Street. It is not a location you would typically drive by unless you're in a boat on the Miami River. It is dedicated to the Order of Freemasonry, which is an ancient and accepted Scottish rite. The Masons have a very organized structure of their elaborate titles and their degrees, which you can read about. There are both men and women, and the highest degree is 33. 
In the early 1900s, they used to meet in a couple different locations in downtown Miami, including the Seabold Building, before this building existed. They decided they needed their own location and substantially more space. They chose to erect a temple in 1922. They purchased the 75 by 240 foot lot fronting the Miami River from Henry Tuttle in 1916. It's an interesting area named Fort Dallas. The contract was awarded to John B. Orr, who was a pioneer contractor and builder who constructed the building without personal profit. The architects were Kihel and Elliot from Pittsburgh. With all due respect, I'm not sure how to call the title and degrees attached to these people's names, so I'll give it my best try. The Knight Commander 32nd Degree Fred W. Delanium laid the cornerstone. He is named the Venerable Master. The illustrious 33rd Degree John W. Coles conducted the opening ceremonies. This treasure is a splendid example of Egyptian architecture. You will have to go very far to find that. It is Miami's first deco-style building. It is recognized in the top 100 Florida buildings by the Architectural Institute of Architects, otherwise known as the AIA. It was completed in 1924 at the cost of $350,000. Every detail is symbolic. It has numerous double-headed eagles. The most prominent are perched on the roof. It has Doric columns, one of three Greek and Roman types, a ziggurat-shaped massive roof capped with a cupola. It is striking. Inside seats 715 people and carries through the Egyptian motif where the room rises to a large dome. Suspended right in the center is an incredible chandelier of many colors. There are ornamental grills that match the columns, light panels that feature the emblems of the order. There are several balconies. There's so much to share about the elaborate interior. It is a mesmerizing place. In the main lodge, the walls are lined with photos of initiates that go as far back as William Jennings Bryant, class of 1926. There are 70 rooms, a Skinner pipe organ, two dining rooms, a print shop, a library, and 14 bathrooms. During World War II, the Army occupied the banquet hall. Other parts of the building were used as an air raid center and other military operations. The historic Temple Theater was originally a silent movie theater. Today, it's still used by the Masons as was intended, but you can rent it. It's also used for weddings and special events. The way I happened to visit was an Orchestra Miami Mozart concert, which is so fitting for classical music. Later, I got to see a play. They have also had well-known guest artists and historians like Dr. Paul George as speakers. The moment I lay my eyes on it, I had to see what was inside, and the doors are rarely open. Keep your eyes peeled. It is exceptional. You know, one of the wonderful things about that is your guests will not have to wait for a bathroom. <laughs> That's true. Well, they're not all, all accessible. It's, it's kind of like there's parts of it that are, you know, just for the order and the things that they do there. So anyway, it's, it, I just love the place. And I thought that maybe you had seen it because of boating. Well, that is, that is true. And is it on the um, east side of the river? Uh, yes. It's on the east side. It'll be the south side, Over I guess. Over there the by south Garcia's side. Fish, yep. okay. uh, Got in it. that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. 
Um, super. Uh, so we're going to do the back-to-back um, segments today because our segment with uh, uh, Chef Brian took a little bit longer, and we don't want to miss the segment. And we're going to do Miami Rewind right now. Tell me a little bit about this week's episode of Miami Rewind. Uh, well, I, I was thinking uh, about this place because I actually had to correct my knowledge because I thought it was one of the oldest golf courses. I thought it was the oldest golf course in Florida, actually, but I found out it wasn't. So here you're going to hear about the history of, of golfing and golf courses. In- it's time to take a look back with Lainey Rada. With Lainey Rada. Miami, Miami Rewind. Rewind. That was the Miami News headline when the Coral Gables Granada Golf Course opened January 1st, 1923. It was designed under the personal supervision of developers Langford and Moreau from Chicago. The landscape architect was Frank Button. Originally from Vermont, Button was the city's first landscape architect. He had worked as an engineer and construction superintendent for Simon's office and coordinated work issues with John Olmsted in 1904. Does that name sound familiar? Olmsted's brother Frederick was the landscape designer of Central Park in New York. Great exposure. In 1886, a Scottish immigrant, John Gillespie, built a home in Sarasota. It had a long greenway and two holes. That was the start of greens. Florida golf history is one of the oldest in the nation, dating back to the 1890s. There are 50 courses built in Florida from 1847 to 1949 that still exist and golfers still play. In the 1890s, most courses were built alongside resort-style hotels that followed the path of the growing railway system. Construction of golf courses and resorts lasted from 1900 to the 1930s, which was termed the golden age of architecture. They were designed by many famous golf course architects at the time. The Granada Golf Course contains 58 acres that lie between South and North Greenway Drives adjacent to the Coral Gables Country Club. It's a public course open to all. It was part of George Merrick's The City Beautiful Plan. He had 3,000 acres dedicated for parks, greenery, and bridle paths. Merrick believed that recreational facilities added to the quality of life. Initially, the course was only open to residents. Golf was so popular at the time, that golf pro Charlie Thumb was giving lessons on part of the course before it was even completed. The golf course is a popular place for residents now. Almost any time of day, you can find someone running or walking the perimeter. I have had 5K races that included it, and some more special memories are when one of my closest childhood friends had recently returned from a trip to Africa. We used to walk from her house and sit in the gazebos that are around the course and practice Swahili. My son's Boy Scout meetings were on the grounds too. In 2015, there were extensive renovations and upgrades that included the greens and tees and fairways. The golf course is part of the Florida Historic Golf Trail. There's a special golf card that's available at each course, and you can collect it at any of the courses or online and think about the history while you improve your handicap. That's the scoop. We've come to the end of another episode of The Scoop on Miami. 
Found on iTunes, YouTube, thescooponmiami.com. Facebook La page. The Facebook page. Lainey, this was an exciting day today. Yes. First of all, the first time we're in our office studio, it, it feels great to be here with people as opposed to just Zoom. <laughs> um, we tried to do the best we could with social distancing by uh, putting everybody far apart from and each I'm other. And I'm armed. I'm you protected. Uh, next week, I have the um, uh, pause for you people. Um, nowadays, uh, we need companions, uh, specifically if you're staying home and you can't visit people. Um, there's a lot of pet adoptions, and we're going to tell you how to do it right. We don't want a fad of pet adoptions and then returning those pets, so we want you to be completely informed. And then the following week after that, we have the cat network, so we're going to take care of the dogs and the cat <laughs> lovers. And that's all next week. Lainey, thank you so much for being part of this. Uh, I am Ernie. grateful that every week we get to do this. Me too. Super. We had a good time today. Absolutely. Take care and we'll see you next thank week. Thank you. We hope you were entertained, informed, enriched, and proud to live in Miami. We have come to the end of another episode of The Scoop on Miami with your host, Ernie Emad, broker, owner of One Premier International Realty, and Lainey Rada, a leading-edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. Thank you for riding alongside our journey. If you know of a special person doing wonderful things in our community or want your business featured, visit thescooponmiami.com and contact us. Find The Scoop on Miami on iTunes. Subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. While there, leave a comment. We'd love to know what you think. And now you have The Scoop on Miami.